0: This podcast is called Obsessed Joseph Scrimshaw and his
1: guest Get some secrets off their chest You should listen,
0: it's the best
1: Hello and welcome to Obsessed with me, Joseph Scrimshaw I'm sitting in my home with the other person who lives in this home And the other person on this podcast, it's Sarah Scrimshaw Hello Hello How tall should grass be?
0: Um, you know enough to kind of graze your ankles But not high enough that you're worried about what's inside (laughs)
1: ankle grazing seems pretty high right it does seem
0: pretty high doesn't it yeah i was just kind of trying to think like not having to mow it
1: not having to mow it yeah is ankle length grass that feels pretty ready to mow right
0: i was thinking like maybe the grass just it's one of those grasses that that's as high as it naturally gets
1: oh that's as high as it can go yeah okay
0: so that's what like two inches yeah, Three inches, maybe I think I have low ankles. Um, <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Great. Great. Okay.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, and once again, I feel it is necessary to say, if anybody <laughs> is just tuning in to Obsess, tuning in, downloading, listening, streaming to Obsess for the first time, I have decided not to ask Sarah, how are you? But instead, a random question, and I forget every recording, and then you just literally hear Improv 101, the first thing that comes to my mind. <laughs> for some reason, it was, how tall should grass be?
0: I like it. it. We should discuss it more often.
1: We learned a lot about ankle height.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah.
1: Uh, we are going to get into a topic today that I hope is going to be fun because it's about fun. Uh, <laughs> it is something that I kind of have been obsessed about. I realize in the past, very obsessed about. And now it has just been kind of a daily running in the background obsession. When we're getting ready to record. I was like, what? We had we had one topic and I was like, eh, I'm not I'm not sure if I feel like talking about this week. And then I was like, what are what are you actually obsessed with right now? And then I said, Well, I want to write a joke on Twitter, and then I'll get back to thinking about this. And I was like, ah. <laughs> that's a thing I'm obsessed with. Uh, we've talked about Twitter, we've talked about comedy, but in particular, what I've been obsessed with over the last, you know, month or so is this idea of social media fun. So we're gonna talk about being obsessed with. Having actual fun on social media, hmm. which is a thing that I would imagine some people still do, <laughs> I, is a thing uh, A thing I think that a lot of us used to do more. And I've really been thinking about I want to contribute to, uh, to uh, social media being a fun place. Like just in general, I want to – I can only control myself. So if I want things to be more positive or more fun or more informative or – any of those things the best thing I can do is try to do that myself so that's a part of what's been going on going on for me is I've just been more mindful about I want I'll retweet things that are informative I'll certainly retweet or share things in my own words of things that I think are like here's a proactive action to take about an important event uh, or, or situation but I've also just been really mindful about like the this time has been devastating for all of us and social media Twitter for me at least in particular used to be more fun. so I'm going to try to write a few more jokes for <laughs> fun <laughs> mm-hmm. and see how that feels So that's kind of where I'm I was coming from on this topic
0: yeah I like um,
1: it. and I wanted to start by asking you, You know, social media can be many different things, you know, important news, uh, different viewpoints that you might not get unless you were following lots of different people on social media. Uh, Social media can certainly be strong pop culture opinions and lots of them. Uh, But can it still be fun to you?
0: I mean, that's a a great question. I sometimes I'm going to say for myself that um, that there certainly are times that I go on to it for fun um for fun um and i do still find fun joy uh in some types of social media sometimes but there's other times when I-, I think there are certainly times when like i need a what would have once upon a time been like the i just need a little like social media fun fix and uh that does not always deliver anymore <laughs> um yeah i'll start with that
1: yeah, okay. Yeah, I think for me, a part of the reason that it's been on my mind is there's a, there can be a lot of negativity, obviously, just with the political realities of the last four years, and then uh, the pandemic, understandably, just a lot of venting, a lot of crisis, um, mm-hmm. a lot of uh, anger, a lot of sharing we have to do this, we, why don't people understand this? Like, all sorts of uh, reasons that I understand that it has become very intense. But even for me, some, some of the pop culture discussion that used to be fun of like, hey, we all like Star Wars, so we can just kind of joke around about this, you know. So a lot of social media in, in, that I follow is, every once in a while, uh, I, I will come along with some interesting, insightful or fun pop culture discussion, but a lot of it can be, here's my hot take and I am correct, right? Mm -hmm. Or here's why somebody else is wrong. How could anybody think that about this show? Or how could anybody think uh, this MCU show is better than that? Like, so a lot of it can come from this antagonistic point of view. Mm -hmm. And I think, uh, I don't know, you know, it was actually about a month ago that uh, someone who I got both joy and insight from on social media was clearly taking a break. And then I started to notice after that when I noticed like, hey, this person that I really like seeing on social media hasn't been around. I started (laughs) noticing more and more like that person I used to like on social media doesn't seem to be around as much anymore. And then I really did have like a day where just like, I'm going to see how long it takes me to scroll until I just see a joke. Mm. And I'm a comedian (laughs) with one of the hats I wear. I follow a lot of comedians. For me, Twitter used to be that place where you tell jokes partially for the sake of your comedy career and many other people I follow in the comedy entertainment world, like that's was the point. Mm-hmm. And I think it took me like a solid five minutes to find something that I would classify as a joke for fun.
0: Wow.
1: <laughs> Even one that had some like uh, snark to it or had some like, I, we're, we're making a more satirical point, but it is clearly constructed as a joke, mm-hmm. not angst or anger or you know kind of uh clickbaity pop culture opinion but just a joke for fun and it took me like five minutes and then i was like i should try to do more jokes again and that i think that's for me is where where this topic is coming from but also kind of how i've been processing and why i've been obsessing with it is every once in a while when it really is like ah, i just finished some podcasts or just finished some writing or just finished some meeting. And I just kind of want to see what's going on in the world and see what, uh, what interesting people are up to mm-hmm. that I'm always kind of crossing my fingers of like, please be something fun <laughs> <laughs> amidst all the serious stuff and important stuff. Um, so I do think it still can be fun. I just think it is a little, uh, fewer and far between.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, when you think of social media being fun, what do you think of, what does that mean to you?
0: Mm, yeah. I mean, I think it means a few different things and part of it depends on the platform. Uh, so I, I still have a lot of, uh, expected fun. I think residual fun memories from <laughs> kind of early days on Twitter when there was this sense of like, Oh, I found this person on Twitter and Oh, they found me. And you know, like the Twitter friends and things like that, that just, it just was a smaller pool of people that were on it. And I feel like people interacted in a different way than they do now which is fine things change and grow and evolve. Mm-hmm. Um so that's one of the things that's really fun. I was much more active. Anybody who follows any of my accounts knows I'm an occasional poster. Yes. Um I was much more active at it at that time um both for myself but also just kind of as a medium to um to express things. I was uh, still working for the Minnesota Historical Society at that point and you know and it was all new enough that like I was part of the group that was figuring out like okay how are we going to do this for different locations and what about this and what about this and you That's know right
1: I forgot you were on the team
0: I was on the team and it was early enough that it was part of the web team it was not part of the marketing team you know <laughs> so it was just um and and that was really fun and you know we kind of it was a a different way of bonding and I um had some different lists that I used uh, for finding different people in different in fields that I was interested in, but like maybe like adjacent to, but not 100% my field Uh, that would have really fascinating conversations. And so it was a way to kind of peek into some of these conversations that were going on, whether they were lighthearted or serious, Um, you know, often about uh, like one in particular is people would talk about different ways of kind of museum website related things and how they're delivering content and some of the different uh kind of behind the scenes things about collections and that's um it's not what i do (laughs) (laughs) but i find some of those conversations interesting and so i could just like and i you know had been um adjacent enough that i knew some of the people that were talking about it or had seen them speak or whatnot so you could kind of follow it from that side that perspective so i really liked that side of it um and uh, yeah, so I just I think I really and that's that's one just kind of very positive um fun, yeah memory of it, and I think also for me, a lot of it has been a way to um what's a way to interact with the wider world um when you aren't physically able to be in multiple places or travel, yeah, and so you know a lot of the uh accounts that were started again t- for Twitter at that time of like I think the Sweden one is kind of the first one that got a lot of big traction, but there's people in UK, there's an Ireland one where a different person would take over the account each week. Wow. And, and would uh, they
1: do like exploring things or was it just like I went to Tesco today?
0: It, it varied so much. Um, and I know I still follow, I still see the Ireland one pop up sometimes. Uh, I haven't seen the Sweden one for a while, but I might just, you know, not have clicked like often enough and it might have disappeared <laughs> off my feed. Uh, but yeah, it would, it would totally vary. Um, like I remember for the Sweden one, one week it was somebody who was an immigrant to Sweden. And so he was talking about his experience as an immigrant in Sweden, you know, navigating the system, learning Swedish another time, you know, it would be somebody who like lived in a different part of the country or, you know, had, it was just totally uncensored, just their perspectives of life or what they're doing that day. And that's when that was a little bit more what Twitter was. Yeah. Um, So it was just a really fun peek into places around the world in a way that you can't get through the news.
1: Right. Yeah, yeah. No, that makes a ton of sense. So both of your examples for you, fun is like getting an intriguing, honest look into something (laughs) that you're interested in but don't have immediate access to Mm -hmm. a a profession of collection, right? Right.
0: Yeah, yeah, or yeah, or just things that like I don't even necessarily want to do but it's curious or or conversations of like oh these people have interesting, you know, I kind of interesting how they think about that or like I ended up following a bunch of um astronomers and other people who <laughs> other people who do science things but <laughs> but in particular some astronomers and it's not an area that I have anything other than an interest. But it was a really fun way to just get that little tidbit Because sometimes a whole magazine is more than I had time for. And I know there's articles and things like that. But like it was just like that little tidbit. Yeah. And then similarly for when Instagram came around, um, similar but for pictures. I think a lot of it for me initially was um, what are the interesting pictures that people are posting? Um, Both of their food. (laughs) <laughs> you know, I like a good food pick. Um, definitely like the cocktail picks. Uh, yes. Um, but also, the tra- you know, like travel picks are, you know, in a lot of different. So once again, I followed a lot of accounts that were um, highlighting different photographers or wildlife photographers or nature documentary people. And, you know,
1: this is great. Fun for you is peaking.
0: <laughs> it is apparently. Peeking I'm such into a things voyeur. that I know that's
1: <laughs> the point of social media. Sarah looks through the keyhole on her phone and she sees people shopping in Sweden <laughs> and photographs. I'm joking for fun. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, but that that is fun to have that. Like, I'm just peeking into things that I am intrigued by, but I can't immediately just go read an article about or immediately go visit. But it's just like a little a peek into a different part of the world. Mm-hmm. Yeah that's great. I think for me, fun is definitely just jokes. And sometimes they can be uh, fun, silly ones. Sometimes they can be sort of, uh, I do really enjoy cathartic ones because I think uh, a lot of us are going through similar traumas or I do appreciate social media jokes that are those great jokes where I think a lot of us know rationally that, wow, the things I have anxiety about, I'm not alone. Mm -hmm. But it's so easy to feel like you're the only one who is having a hard time writing today. You're the only one who really did not want to go to bed today. Or you're the only one who like a weirdo just couldn't fall asleep last night. And then to just see a joke about it, it makes it so your specific experience so universal. And it's this there's this nice catharsis to I'm not alone. And it is uh it is a fun peek both into other people's lives but your own too. Yeah. <laughs> so, absolutely. So jokes for me has have, have a wide wide, you know, description of what they can be. I am a little worn down by really pushing hard jokes of I'm going to show you why something sucks because I I there are many, many things that suck and I feel well versed in them. And at this point, I'm interested in uh in, in talking about things in a way that is solution or act, action based. Of, this sucks, and so we should do X. <laughs> mm-hmm. And so we can do X, you know, uh, is is important to me. I think other fun things for me is the right kind of um, seeing what people are up to. Yeah. Like, we can talk a little bit about it. There is the, the competition risk of, like, that person's doing a cool thing. Should I have been doing that cool thing? Oh, no, I'm, you know. But uh there those other photos that are just like, yeah, oh, look at that person having this uh, different life from me or this person like from us. It's great for me, like uh a friend uh, from Minneapolis who has several similar interests to me posting that they found a new arcade and just going to the arcade again and again. It's like that's so fun to just <laughs> see this person I like doing a fun thing, you know, that I can't do right now, but you know, uh so so there's that. The other thing for me that I have got a, a lot of fun from is the right kind of pop culture accounts that aren't commentary, just celebration. Mm-hmm. Like I follow a um, a Twitter account that is just screen grabs of Twin Peaks with the text, you know, so it'll, they'll be out of context. And even sometimes something that is like, that's kind of a darker intense moment of Twin Peaks will just be this surprise, totally out of context, you know, to see with just the, the screen uh, grab and the text so that. That is another example of uh, of fun for me.
0: Yeah, that's great. Yeah.
1: So I want to have uh, some more of those uh, those fun things. Uh, but I also realized I needed to find that for myself. I'm going to be scrolling going, what's fun?
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. It almost sounds like some of it for you is kind of the serendipity of, um, of Twitter, if that is the, the yeah. right way of using of kind of finding those moments of connection, whether it's for other people having similar ideas or. Or just those moments of like something random scrolling past your feed.
1: Yeah, I think maybe you're unlocking it for me uh, with your keyhole. <laughs> <laughs> is the peek into something that I wasn't thinking about right now, but is a fun surprise. Mm-hmm. Right, Mm-hmm. That's
0: a great way of putting it. Like
1: I wasn't thinking about this exact scene in Twin Peaks, but what a fun surprise. It's yeah. like I wasn't thinking about... Uh, you know, it's uh, shopping in Sweden. but <laughs> There it is. Right. A fun surprise. Yeah. Yeah. How do you use social media right now? I, I think oh, there are a lot of people uh, that are needing to take a break because it has been very intense and there's a lot of it that, that can be positive, but a lot of it that can be very negative. It can be a huge time suck. I literally did the thing the other day where I was making a note on my phone about a script and then I wanted to look up something, and I knew I had it bookmarked on Twitter. But by the time I opened Twitter, I forgot what I was looking for, <laughs> and it was five minutes of scrolling later. So, like, I understand people wanting and needing to take a break uh, from social media. But for you, how are you using it right now? Is it just information? Is it just, I need, if there's a massive tragedy or a new problem, I need to know? Or, are you like kicking back and just seeing what's fun?
0: Yeah, it, it depends for me on, uh, again, on which platform I'm on. Um, Twitter for me has become a lot of it information, uh, kind of what's going on or if there's something going on, trying to find more information about it. Um, like you said at the beginning, it's just, it's been, it's been a rough time for a lot of reasons. And I've had a really hard time getting past that of how do I use social media? Um, not having a problem with other people doing it, but kind of how do I find for myself what I'm comfortable with in terms of both being part of the many different things that are going on in the world um, and also not helping to provide those moments of joy or peeking through the keyhole or, or whatever um, for other people. And I think I have not I have not figured out how to do that for myself, so I've not been doing that as much. So I've been, uh, especially on Twitter, a heavy retweeter, if posting at all, yeah. for a while. Um, so I feel like for for me these days, uh, Twitter's a lot about news, or just kind of like, oh, like, what's going on right now? Like, kind of to the moment. Um, Facebook, I'll check in on every once in a while to see, like, oh, what are people that i know from other cities and towns doing (laughs) (laughs) um and instagram i still tend to go to for um uh, like i need a break or i (laughs) like give me a photo fix kind of thing uh which sometimes works and sometimes doesn't uh you know i get to see what what friends are up to there also which is great um and a lot of uh I had already been following quite a few of these before the pandemic. But during the pandemic, I started following a lot of nature accounts.
1: Oh, nice. Um,
0: and so sometimes I'll do the like, OK, clearly I haven't been liking enough nature or travel posts because they're not the top 20 things in my feed. And I need to go through and like a bunch of them. So they start showing up in the algorithm again. Um, so I I specifically keep my Instagram feed fairly positive realistic also but specifically fairly um positive uh so for my posts sorry that's the question uh i would say i mean i certainly have done a lot of like i'm just gonna post pictures of gardens Uh, i posted a lot of pictures of cocktails and i post them because i think they're beautiful but some people feel like that is only about drinking (laughs) uh which to me is absolutely not the point because to me a lot of what i post i mean maybe it's that i'm enjoying a cocktail but it could easily be a mocktail could easily be a cup of tea that's beautiful yeah you know like to me it's more about i like this is a fun thing or a beautiful thing to share in the moment for whatever reason yeah
1: it's aesthetically beautiful by itself and it is a sort of a symbol of uh relaxation or you know enjoying a moment right
0: yeah yeah and honestly it's something that's different i i live in the same apartment every day <laughs> i have the same route to work you know i i work in a beautiful place but i work at the same place so some of it is also honestly to sometimes looking for like what are the different things to be uh posting about but um but i i do post a lot of like flowers clouds because um, i really like the idea of like reminding myself to look up
1: yeah, look up in the keyhole of the sky where exactly. the clouds live. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, that's really great. I I think for myself, I definitely am using it. Uh, social media to keep up on things because I do really want to be. Um, there, there's the just immediate. Did did something bad happen? Mm-hmm. You know, the uh, pretty much in the morning right away, and you know, in if I'm at a break for a long time podcasting or writing that's definitely the first thing I do is just, is there anything major going on right now? I need to know about, uh, there is also just for me, I do as much as I want to see fun. I am, I follow a lot of people who are just informative about what's going on in the politics of the city of Los Angeles, uh, of what's, you know, news sources I have come to trust about actual analysis of what is, what is actually going on in, you know, our federal government, where our bill's at, um, people of different voices who have, I have really valued understanding a different perspective than mm-hmm. my own better. Uh, because I, so I, I do still really use it to be like, I want to stay a little bit in touch with, um, the information that I've curated over all these years. Um, but then also I am just, I'm looking for fun for escapism. I do sometimes pick up in particular, I do want to know, even though I get, cranky about some of the pop culture opinions and some of the negativity around them. I do like to just know what people's reactions are. That's really fun sometimes, uh, to see uh, how big of a splash something made.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: And that's really, that has been some joyful moments. Um, there was without any spoilers, the star Wars, uh, bad batch animated series that's running right now. Uh, there was a character that had not a huge amount of screen time, but really touched me. And I think really, uh, Has this huge importance to uh, a big part of Star Wars. And it was so gratifying to see, to hit the the Bad Batch hashtag and see that so many people had come up with memes and, like, you know, if you don't do right by X, you know, I'm weeping for X. Like, to see that, 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 uh, that positive, those positive moments too, where everybody really is touched in a similar way. By something is really positive and, and good thing for me too, uh. Yeah, and then I'm trying to make jokes. Uh, I'm trying to post uh, pictures of cocktails because I enjoy it <laughs> too. Uh, on TikTok, I am doing my uh, little action figure sharing. My not unboxing, where I don't open an action figure but just talk about it a little bit.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs>
1: for me, is just that's just pure fun and jokes and sharing something. Talk about. You, we, I, we don't change environments too much. <laughs> I live in this apartment with you and hundreds of action figures. <laughs> so it, it is, it's sharing my home. Um, So yeah, so I think that I want to be clear on this podcast that I, I, I wonder if it can be more fun again, if it should be more fun again, but I am also like, I do want to stay aware and informed. It's not like, oh, why are people talking about politics? Like I want it. I want that. I need that. I think that's a vital thing, but I also just want it to be balanced out with trying to spread some like joy and fun and, and giving others an opportunity to look through your peak (laughs) goal.
0: Yeah. Yeah. No, I love everything that you've just said, because I feel like it is so important to stay, you know, up to date on events to have a wide variety of perspectives, but people that you have, you know, feel like you can trust their uh, perspective or analysis. Um, But kind of seeing what's out there, uh, I try I try to not get too styled. I'm sure, you know, we all try not to and are, are somewhat siloed, but I try not to. And I think that's such a good point. And I, but at the same time, I do want to find that, uh, you know, like that balance. And and I'll say, as much as I said, like I follow a bunch of nature and park accounts on Instagram, like half of them are, look at this beautiful account. They're all about to die. Stop, <laughs> stop using plastic. Stop doing this. What about this? Like it, it, there's a lot of, um, but finding finding that balance I think is key for a lot of social media for for my approach to it and also for myself of um, how do you stay up to date and keep informed and be present and active with what is going on actually in the world while also enjoying the parts of life that are there to be enjoyed and are here in this moment and will be gone also
1: yeah yes Uh, that's a powerful thing to say (laughs) 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 these moments will be gone also yeah I think for me, there is just at this point, uh, a, I want to be informed and I want to figure out what actions can be taken to help other people mm-hmm. and help myself. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, and I, be- I totally believe in jokes as catharsis, but there's that point where like, if something really awful is happening or somebody said something dumb, right? Right. And one person, uh, quote, retweets them and dunks on them like, great, I got some catharsis. Mission accomplished. My feed is now 80 people dunking on this person, elevating them. Mm -hmm. And that's the thing that I think I'm a little done with. Like, let's challenge the people that need to be challenged. But, you know, we don't need to elevate people saying dumb things (laughs) Uh, with the same dunk on is my opinion my opinion (laughs) Uh, and people are welcome to other opinions of course if you just want fun if you have like five minutes and you'd like to see something interesting or fun which uh which social media service do you look at Mm. facebook twitter instagram tiktok peach I don't even know if Peach is still functioning.
0: Yeah. Uh, what? Yeah. I was gonna make a joke, but it didn't work because I couldn't think of the thing fast enough. <laughs> Another one that I occasionally get um, emails from of like, "You still? Oh, ello. ello. I still have an ello account. Yep. Uh, yeah. Um, I tend to go toward Instagram first. Yeah. Um, but it, it varies on like what mood I'm in. I've I've lately been in moods where I go to Twitter first, mm-hmm. um, but most often Instagram first.
1: Yeah. So for Instagram, and mm-hmm. in this happens, I think, uh, on Twitter a little bit, certainly a lot on Facebook, that people share joyful moments or accomplishments. Um, is, that, is that still joyful for you, or do you fall into the comparison trap too much?
0: Uh, oh, I mean, yes, of course. Um, but I feel like I i don't know if it's just the algorithm that I have for um, for Instagram or who I follow. Um, a lot of the people that I follow who are real people certainly <laughs> you, you know as opposed <laughs> to like parks. organizations yeah. or something like that um or as opposed to you know like pseudonyms I guess but um or companies or something but I feel like a lot of the people that I follow certainly post the the happy moments but a lot of a lot of people tend to post like they keep it real yeah and yes they will absolutely post a picture of you know the beautiful cake that they made for their child's birthday yeah but they will also post a picture of being in a pile uh, under the laundry because they just couldn't <laughs> deal anymore you know like yeah. i feel like it's keeping i think the reality keeping it real does help a lot and i i also follow a lot of people who do post a lot of kind of um like artists who mm. who tend to post their work but um and ten, and often it will be uh sometimes uh, uplifting isn't quite the right word but uh kind of like like you're saying of like here are things that you can do or like kind of um social movement oriented artwork but they will also post like yeah it's been a really rough week uh and i'm posting this now I meant to post it 10 days ago, but I haven't been able to make up a a pen for 10 days. So I just, I feel like there's a fair amount, I I don't know if it's the people I follow, I don't know if it's the effects of everything in the last year and a half, um, that I feel like a lot of people keep it real more.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I I think I feel that too. I mean, I think every once in a while there's a little bit of, um, and I have certainly done this too, of like, if you're public figure trying to be a public figure like putting yourself out there you want to be seen right Mm -hmm. Uh, because that is often uh, how you how you get more work yeah Uh, but I agree with you I feel like there has been just a lot more I've had a lot more fun of just seeing people re-engaging with the world like I would have taken an endless amount of just got vaccinated shots you know like (laughs) everybody please do those right because that's it is re-engaging and seeing people re-engage with the world and and uh, I think maybe it's the, the the kind of photos that are really engaging for me are ones when it's just like I really get the sense that that is this person is sharing what gives them joy mm-hmm. and then I get joy through it vicariously. Yeah. Right? And then I think the only time that it, the comparison game I, I don't think I fall in the comparison game too much of like you know oh I wish I was doing that or I wish I was doing that thing but I think sometimes if I am not getting up, getting moving, getting out and about, not being productive, not writing, and I'm having a day where I'm kind of having a hard time getting moving, and then I see somebody else being like, here's the painting I made. It's it's just about me. It's not about how dare they make a painting in <laughs> shirt. It's that kind of a that kick in the butt to be like, oh, I suppose I should make something. Yeah. <laughs> I suppose I should get moving, which I suppose is a good thing to have that that uh, if it's not a rat race vibe, but just a, look, somebody else got up and pushed through and made something, you can too.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's a good point. That is the one that gets me also. I'll (laughs) be like, oh, oh, I should have done a thing. I should have (laughs) made a thing. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, but I, you know, and I think, um, but what you were saying before that of, you know, social media is—you know—it's the for many people, it's the the iceberg effect, and and that's fine. I have no need or expectation that people need to share the entirety of who they are. We're all complicated, nuanced people. <laughs> Got it in my favorite word, um, but I feel like when when people share something that feels like it has just like a spark of essence. Mm-hmm. To them, I think like what you're saying about something that brings them joy. Yeah. There's a lot of things. that like They they don't necessarily bring me joy, but the person is clearly posting it because it brings them joy and that brings joy.
1: Yeah. That's great. I think that is something for me to scroll for in Instagram. Yeah. Uh, Something
0: to strive for. I hadn't thought about that. To
1: strive and scroll. Yeah. Scroll and strive. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I think uh, Facebook for me is just very interesting right now because it is a connection to Um, a lot of definitely friends in Los Angeles and and all over the world that I've got to meet uh, performing, uh, but particularly a lot of friends in Minneapolis uh, because this has been the longest in my life that I have not returned to Minneapolis. And there are definitely many friends that I want to share their private things, but they share particular journeys that they're going on, specific shows or, you know, traveling and documenting travels that I get a lot of joy from. But then Facebook is this weird gamble for me because out of all of them that's the most like annoying algorithm to just like we've decided these are the three posts that you should see today period Mm -hmm. and i think uh i am lucky to have lots of friends in general and i treat my facebook as basically a public thing so as long as we have a couple friends in common i will for the most part accept friend requests Mm -hmm. so i have lots of friends um which is not a brag; it's a choice, <laughs> uh, and it is a totally, totally normal life occurrence. But I can't turn on Facebook without someone commemorating a pet they've lost, which is like totally understandable, mm-hmm. but also just <laughs> it makes it a little hard. Should I go to Facebook for some fun? And it's yeah. you know, I, I'm, I I am not requesting anything be done differently. I it's great that. People can commemorate that. I remember the first pet I lost, and actually the second pet I lost. I had people around going, "What are you so upset about? They're animals. Did you think they were going to live forever?" Like I experienced the harshness of people not appreciating the loss uh, of a of a pet that's a loved family member. Mm-hmm. So I'm so glad that people have the outlet. But it's so weird that I don't know if the algorithm is like, you know what, Scrimshaw likes. post about video games and animals uh, who have uh, shuffled off this mortal... Like, no, that's not... You know, that's not... I don't know what that algorithm is about. What did I do? Yeah, so anyway, a little bit of a struggle there.
0: Yeah, no, totally.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Um, So do you think... uh, This is... I'm honestly asking you as just kind of a a little bit of a gut check with this obsession. Because, like, over the last couple weeks, I, I don't want to spend a ton of time crafting a a thousand jokes for Twitter because I don't want to be in the rat race of, you know, uh, my time is better spent making other things that are going to live longer than a tweet. But I have felt this sense of I want to put something fun. If I'm sitting here going, Twitter isn't fun anymore. I can control that what I contribute to Twitter. Mm -hmm. Do you think having just jokes is worthwhile?
0: Absolutely. And and I'll say that with the caveat that I know that you, I mean, there's there's a lot of things happening in the world, so it's hard to find a time when absolutely nothing is going on. Uh, I'm just going to go ahead and say next to impossible yes. right now. Um, but I know that you always, usually, like the vast majority of the time, double check, just like, is there something that just happened and I shouldn't tweet a joke? Because I think there are absolutely times when it is... Not the time. Oh, yes. I never
1: blind tweet. Yes. I always check.
0: So I, but I feel like we need, we need comedy. We need laughter. We need smiles. And I think, and I think exactly what you're saying. Like if, if it is not bringing you what you want it to, you do have it in your power to put control what you put out there. And so making that choice, uh, I think is very wise. Okay. Just like why I put up lots of pictures of clouds and skies. (laughs) <laughs> Do you think that's, is that wise or is that not No, worse? that's
1: great. That's great because it is, it's beautiful. It's peaceful. It is sharing what you see. It is sharing the way you filter the world. And also I think it's pretty great because it doesn't have any of that competition vibe. <laughs> you know, it's not like, I saw this guy today. <laughs> <laughs> like Most of us can see the sky. Maybe, you know, at times where it's cloudy, right. you know, maybe you, but you're never posting of like, haha! I can see the sun in L.A. Like, <laughs> there's never anything mean about it, right?
0: Yeah, no, I'm, I mean, believe me, if it were raining, I would be like joy posting all over that.
1: And every time there's been lightning here in Los Angeles, man, like, I I can't get the photos in uh, in the actual sky. So the last, I think, three times there has actually been a lightning storm, I have been so desperate to capture it and share my joy. I have been on the weather app on my phone because on the weather app it has the little live video it's not accurate to what's outside but it's just got the graphic yeah in the the weather app will do the lightning strike but the graphic of the weather app is just as fast so i've sat there trying to screenshot the lightning (laughs) so i can share just a screenshot of the weather app because i'm so excited by lightning which we don't get here in la much
0: we don't please don't go outside trying to get the lightning
1: no no i'll stay inside okay. desperately screenshotting my phone like a weirdo <laughs>
0: <laughs> well speaking of news and living where we do i do need to say that if there is an earthquake the and things have stopped shaking uh just to be clear like if things are shaking uh this is not what i do but as soon as things have stopped shaking the first thing i do is open twitter
1: oh yes yes an earthquake twitter has become quite a thing it is um, and i think that you know, is honestly, it's so weird to say fun, and I, I only feel comfortable with it because the earthquakes that have been commented on have not led to like loss of life or major mm-hmm. devastation. I would, if there was a major earthquake, I would not go. That was so fun on right. Twitter, <laughs> just for clarity. Uh, but the, there's those moments where you feel it differently in different parts of the city, or everybody feels it, or in or everybody's description is exactly the same, where everybody had a different sensation of it. And it is such a sense of community.
0: Yeah, it right. Is
1: such the sense of everything that social media can be. Right. It, I, I follow a ton of people who live in different places. So, like, oh, you know, I'll find out what my pal's doing in in Dublin today. But then, so there's that connection from afar. But then to have that, like, yep, everybody I, I follow who lives in Los Angeles are all going earthquake? Question mark.
0: Yeah. <laughs> And in fact, I, one year, one time when there was an earthquake, middle of the night, I woke up. It was definitely an earthquake. Like things were rolling and shaking. Yeah. Um, you slept through it. and But I opened Twitter and I saw one tweet and then nothing else. And I was like, I swear I did. I was awake. I felt it. The earth moved. <laughs> and it was so weird to not get. It. And then the USGS did actually confirm it. Uh, but I did have that like, Wait. Where's like the, you know, like that response of like, you know, I wanted my, like the treat of fun Twitter, of earthquake Twitter, which <laughs> I say again, only because it was not, it was a very small, you know, uh, earthquake and, yeah. and not a big thing. But yeah, but, but it's very much part of the experience now.
1: Yeah. And I've had it where like uh, I am half asleep and a huge truck rumbles down our street. And I'm like, oh, and I check Twitter and like, clearly no, <laughs> <laughs> that, that was a large truck. Yeah. And I'll always have happy memories because the first earthquake that I truly felt, uh, I was uh, sitting on the bed and there the, the it felt like just somebody bumped into the apartment. Like that was what my initial reaction was like, I'm not joking. At all. I was like, that's rude because it just really felt <laughs> like when somebody just slams into you, you mm-hmm. know, uh, so it was just like the Hulk stumbled into the side of the building. And I was like, because it was that one just sharp movement It's like, was that an earthquake? I'll check Twitter. And this is before Earthquake Twitter really developed. And the first tweet I saw was from William Shatner, just saying, Earthquake! (laughs) (laughs) And that was a fun first experience of Earthquake Twitter for me.
0: Mm, Beautiful.
1: Do you think that um, fun and social importance can be conveyed at the same time? Like, I don't want to be too cheeky about that, because, you know, we've got some incredibly important things that have been happening in the last couple of years, happening right now, that really need to be communicated about, but You know, with ongoing issues of trying to raise awareness about the climate crisis, and you know many other issues. Do do you, or or even voting? You know, Mm -hmm. of like this. Use your power. Go vote. Do you think fun and social importance can be conveyed at the same time?
0: I think they can be, but I think it's really difficult to do well.
1: Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I think. uh, I, I think one of the early. Examples in my Twitter experience was uh, Sue the T Rex. Mm. And that wasn't any specific, like, really uh, strong, immediate agenda. It was just raising awareness of the museum world. Mm-hmm. And, it, and the, the tweets were really funny. So it was really effective. Mm-hmm. And I think really drew people to wanting to know more about the exhibit, know more about museums in general. So that was a super, a super great example of fun that led to. That wasn't fun for fun's sake. It was fun to lead people to make discoveries. Mm -hmm. But I think fun to make discoveries is real different than... (laughs) Uh, The post office is falling apart. Here's my joke about it. Yeah, like, yes and no. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: I think the thing for me is, yes, fun absolutely can and should be used to convey social importance. But I think because... Uh, From my perspective, a lot of early social media was, yeah, kind of the thing is, if you make a great joke, you'll get a bunch of retweets and you'll get more followers. Mm. And it is it is a part of it's fun, but it's a part of career process that doesn't work at all anymore. Like I can have a joke, get a ton of response and I don't get followers. If I have an opinion about Star Wars that people like, then I get followers. Like Twitter has just changed. <laughs> yeah. But I think I still have that holdover. So there's sometimes a part of me of like, if somebody's joking to raise awareness of a social issue, I I gotta feel in my gut that the social issue is the point and mm-hmm. not I want attention for making a joke.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely.
1: And it is a fine line.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Definitely a fine line. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh Do you think it's natural that uh, fun just kind of moves from one site to the next? I mean, we've talked about Facebook and Instagram. We've talked a lot about Twitter because that used to be, uh, for me, a more fun place. Uh, I'm on TikTok now. I don't spend, you know, 24 hours a day watching TikTok, but I watch a lot of those videos. And a lot of those are really just like, I'm making a joke about what I'm doing today. Here's a silly thing I saw. Here's a, a kind of a just a funny comedy monologue directly to my phone. So there is a lot of just like... Fun on TikTok. Do you think mm-hmm. that's just natural? Is that the uh, progress of social media that one starts fun, and in two years from now, TikTok will only be <laughs> hard felt rants, and then there'll be another <laughs> fun social media?
0: I do honestly. I mean, just with as much as we've seen, you know, in our experiences with social media, I do feel like it is just natural um, because it changes. The users change. The approach changes and I to me some of the fun is the spontaneity you know and just the like whatever I'm just doing a fun thing so like with or and sometimes not spontaneity sometimes very very planned but um and I do not spend that much time on TikTok so that's why I haven't really been uh talking about it a lot but I there's also kind of that like once you get a lot of brands on things and it gets very like branded, then I feel like everything just is kind of like, okay, but what's the new, what's the new thing? Yeah. As long as the new indie thing, none of these are indie things, but, um, but I do feel like that. I feel like it's just going to keep changing.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I think there is something just about the nature of social media that, you know, Twitter and Facebook and Instagram at this point, Facebook and Instagram obviously owned uh, by the same corporation have kind of, they, they've got, a lock and people are not going to have too much time for other social medias, but especially younger people are just going to keep hopping around. Right.
0: Yeah. Right. And also like, it's the new thing. You want to see what it is. And part of, part of the fun is the new thing is experimenting with what it is.
1: Right. I mean, that is very true. We have seen that with uh, Snapchat, you know, really inventing stories with the, the brief supremacy of vine. -hmm. Right where that those six second videos was that was a specific art form and there were uh, recent millionaires who then thought it was cheeky to buy incredibly expensive condos on the street in Hollywood Vine because they're Vine stars Mm -hmm. (laughs) and then Vine's just gone yeah and and TikTok really has that now too of like it's got all of these exact these specific features. And one can become a TikTok master, right? Mm-hmm. But then how quickly will there be another thing that is, it's still videos and it's still fun, but it's got its own bells and whistles and there's a, a, a new thing to master. Yeah. Yeah. Fascinating. If you are going to create an anonymous social media account just for fun, well, you don't have to worry because people don't know it's Sarah Scrimshaw. Mm-hmm. What would you do if you were just like, I want to do something for fun?
0: Wow. Well, uh, I have uh, thought about this so many times over the years. <laughs> and the answer has changed many times uh, based on what I want to do or feel like I can't do. Um, wow. I mean, I don't know. After our conversation that we've been having right now, I kind of feel like I want to uh, f- find ways to put joy out there and just, but without the any pressure of being tied to me
1: (laughs) (laughs) yeah but what do you have do you have any sense of what you would share for fun is there Uh, anything that you feel like you are holding back that you want to release on the world are you not even comfortable saying it on the podcast i
0: mean if i say it on the podcast and then i start that account and then it happens clearly people will find it yeah with the thousands and millions of accounts out there
1: (laughs) Uh, would it just all be all all clouds
0: yeah but i feel like i could just put that on my regular account too like yeah i don't feel like that's the thing i need to hide
1: what if you had an account that was only clouds that kind of look like cocktails
0: (laughs) we would need to live in a place with more clouds there are not enough clouds in los angeles for that that's true that's true yeah how about you yeah, I think
1: for me, um, one of the things for me with social media is I do, I, I gravitate towards sometimes having kind of little series of, you know, I've they've, they've vacillated over the years. But last night's dream, where I share, you know, a, a weird dream image or idea I had or exercise update of, you know, a, a non-actual exercise update. Uh, I've been doing some like... Joke uh, writing advice, uh, you know, a lot of people do really great, really helpful, really sincere writing advice. And for me, it is just I'm not poking fun at the people who do that. Uh, it, for me, it's just sometimes I just really like having a structure that you can rely on. Like, what are you subverting? Mm-hmm. Because I don't want to just lash out. at like, what's in the news? I'm going to make fun of that. You know, I don't want to do that. I, I want to pick anything I'm poking fun at with great care of what, what I'm using comedy to poke at or tear at. So I, I think there's a ton of great writing device on social media. There is e- even less on social media, but more in like sort of books in general talk. There's there's some writing device that can get kind of stale. So I, I have fun subverting that. Uh, so I do I do gravitate towards some series, but then sometimes when I'm just like, I need to get to work, I really want to share something fun on social media. A lot of it is what do I want to talk about? Mm-hmm. Cuz I don't want to just make fun of you know, I don't want to make fun of something that unless I really have a point or or it's really harmless and for fun. Um so if I had a fun Twitter account, my fun Twitter account would be the seven tweets and I would just pick seven tweets that I really like and I would share them again and again and again. <laughs>
0: Oh, it's just the same seven yeah
1: maybe I'd rotate them from time to time year to year but honestly like sometimes I will sit down and be like what am I honestly feeling like exhausted <laughs> do I need to make another joke about being exhausted like and, and sometimes I'll be like yeah I I've, I've find a fresh way into joking about exhausted right uh, and I I yeah anyway. The release of my name is not attached to it and I can just be as repetitive as I want because the honesty is I I got up in the same apartment. I am struggling with a lot of the same things. The same things bring me joy. The same things frustrate me. So I'm just going to say the same thing again <laughs> is a real nice release.
0: Mm-hmm. I can see that. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Either that or exclusively clouds that look like squirrels. But again, that would be <laughs> difficult to track down. Um, what creative person, living or dead, do you think would have a really fun social media account?
0: Mm-hmm. I mean, it depends so much on platform, right? Mm-hmm. At least, I mean, and maybe this is just my uh, outdated way of thinking, but I, I feel like it really depends on platform. So going to Twitter, I would say, honestly, Edith Wharton. <laughs> uh, because I feel like she would have um just really wry observations uh i recently was reading some of her short stories and just the the way that she says things without saying things uh not i mean and certainly they can be mean but i think it's more of like observations about humanity um that i feel like maybe she'd do well at the whole like making comments about real things while also including some um fun in it yeah uh so i feel like i would like to follow her for social for uh twitter
1: that's very good that's very good and if i may interject i do want to i want to clarify something i said earlier yeah i think there are lots of people who make very great pointed jokes about important social issues Mm -hmm. and great satirical jokes that drive home the absurdity or the unfairness or the cruelty of something going on in society i think those kind of jokes are Really, really important. And I think I follow a couple of people that I think are just like absolute titans of that kind of writing. And it is extremely valuable. I think for me, my frustration becomes between like, if you're not great at that and you're just kind of imitating that, then the satire can just come off as repetition. And one of the things that clogs the feed with kind of everybody making the same joke about a bad thing. Mm hmm. But I don't want that to be confused with the Edith Whartons, <laughs> who would actually do a really good job at being satirical and helping to open people's eyes through the, the power of satirical comedy.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Sorry for my Edith Wharton injection. but no. no I... Not injection. <laughs> <laughs> That'll be my new uh, social media account. Famous people <clears throat> injected into my bloodstream. Oh, my gosh. What happens? Um, um, terrifying. Terrifying. Yep. Yeah. Uh, so I interjected, not injected, please continue.
0: (laughs) Uh, yeah. So I think, so she would be my, my Twitter. Um, and and I'm, I'm here. There's, there's so many images that I have in my mind for something like Instagram or TikTok and I'm, I am not as good with, with names as you know. Um, but one that I think would be really interesting, I don't know anything about her process, uh, but I think it might be interesting to watch what you come up with for tiktok is there's um i think it was like wire sculptures there is um a a japanese artist um ruth asawa i believe was her name who was featured on postal stamps and i got the stamps and i've just been kind of obsessed with those stamps um and they're all like different shapes of um lines and i just feel like seeing that kind of thing on tiktok of something that's a little bit artistic but a little bit fun and um yeah so i'd like to see that either that or andy warhol i feel like would be also a good tiktok
1: (laughs) yes instagram
0: instagram definitely Instagram
1: for sure yeah that'd be some good stuff yeah I, i think for me uh i'm just gonna go uh with i think somebody who would have been the greatest tiktok star imaginable and that is sammy davis jr
0: Uh, oh my gosh yes
1: huge fan of sammy davis jr uh read a lot about him read uh two of his uh books uh one of his uh his later autobiographies uh his well his later one he has two autobiographies but uh uh why me um and then one just about his weird adventures in hollywood (laughs) which has some spicy stuff in it uh but he was a person who was like born in a suitcase, born entertainer. That's what he wanted to do. That's what he wanted to be. He was always learning new skills and like learning uh, new songs, but also just like wanted to be in a Western. So he learned to twirl a gun like an absolute like <laughs> like circus performer master, you know, marksman like. So I think Sammy Davis Jr. would have just been like killed at it. at Like, here's what I'm doing today. Oh, yeah. look, look, I just mastered an incredible drum solo just yeah. today in here. And now I'm and I'm and I'm drumming it on my kitchen counter for TikTok. Yeah. Like, I think he would have liked
0: TikTok and I think he would have killed it. Yeah, that's yeah. I want yours. Yeah, you can, you can share Edith Wharton with me if you want. I want to share a Sammy Javis Jr.
1: We will, uh, we will not inject either of them anywhere, but we will enjoy both of them. If any animal could have a social media ca- social media account, what animal would you want to have a social media account?
0: Oh, um, gosh, um, you know, uh, I'm gonna say hippopotamus.
1: <laughs> Why? Because
0: I want to know what's going on in their brains. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. nice. Nice. Uh, I will do a pitch for another Twitter account that does bring me joy. Is a common squirrel, yeah. And it just it it tweets eat, sleep, you know, look for not like it just it's just the the basics of what the squirrel's up to, and it it's a thing of beauty.
0: Yeah, I do love <laughs> that one.
1: All right, let's uh let's see what kind of noise we might have to sum up our interest in social media fun. What kind of noise do you have?
0: <laughs> social media fun. Ooh, woo! I always do it. I always now, do like a multi-part sound. You, you I do, just, but I, it yeah. started real
1: low. It was like the sound of scrolling. Is that what you were going for? Of like you it is exactly at, at first, for. you were not enjoying what was on the scroll, and then you were.
0: And then there's something fun, and then at the end, I looked up because I saw a picture of clouds, and it made me look out the sky.
1: Perfect, perfect. Uh, yeah, mine is not a sound. It's earthquake. <laughs> 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 on a scale of one to ten uh how obsessed if at all are you with this concept of having fun on social media
0: um i think finding the balance of like how is social media fun how is it purposeful where does all of that lay and how does it all change all the time yeah Mm, i can put myself somewhere around a five and a half yeah maybe even up to a six yeah
1: i I think i'm at about an eight right now because i think social media is just uh, it is a part of my life I have made mm. some successful strides with having certain times where it's like I'm going to put it down for a good long while and I don't need to be tied to it but I have got a lot of joy from it I have stayed connected to people I care about over it I have really really understood some different perspectives in a really personal way and it's one thing to understand something it's different to really get to know this person who's saying this is my life experience yeah. and, to, and to truly see it and and empathize with it to the best of your ability you know their social media i I hang with it through a lot of the rough parts because it has uh, you know had a lot of positive impact on my life Mm -hmm. and i think that's uh why i'm kind of obsessed with this of like part of me just wants to grumble and go like yeah yeah twitter's no good anymore i'm just gonna leave and it's like, well, why not try to help <laughs> Yeah. By, by putting some fun stuff out instead of just going, eh. And I'm not criticizing anybody who chooses to leave because I, I know some people just need to. And I might get to that point. Mm-hmm. Uh, a week after this podcast comes out, I'm going to be like, whoops, I'm done. Yeah. But for now, I'm enjoying trying to put a little bit more fun in there.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And I like the fun. And I just, I really like a thing that you just said, not to keep going back on things. But um. But the joy of it and the joy kind of joy is a weird word, but I think makes a lot of sense of really getting to see such a wide variety of perspectives and try to understand them the best you can is not necessarily what I was thinking about because not always fun, but really um, expanding of, of our own perspective, which can be a joyful experience. Yeah,
1: And it, it is ultimately a joyful experience for me mm-hmm. because I think it has really... Um, helped me feel like we all have really 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 different experiences but we are all so connected within them mm-hmm. you know to see what is truly different and what is truly universal is a is a really great experience yeah and makes me feel uh, better about humanity which is a strange thing to say about social media <laughs> So I'm clearly at at least an eight. Let's move on to the plugs. Uh, where can people find you?
0: <laughs> well, if you have the patience to see what I'm next going to uh, tweet or post, uh, you can find me at um, Twitter at Sarah underscore Scrimshaw. Find me on Instagram at Scrimstreet. And Excellent. I'll try to post some clouds soon.
1: Yeah, yeah. I, if I see any, I will get real excited and go, clouds! <laughs> and you can take a picture. Uh, You can follow me on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok is at Joseph Scrimshaw. You can follow Obsessed Podcast on Twitter and Facebook is at Obsessed Podcast. You can also check out the Star Wars podcast I co-host. That is called Force Center. For info on all my uh, shows, comedy albums, all kind of stuff like that, you can check out my website at josephscrimshaw.com. You can also support Obsessed by backing us on Patreon. For info on that, go to patreon.com slash Joseph Scrimshaw. Here are our final questions. If you could jump from a high place and land in a superhero pose, anywhere where would you want to land
0: oh wow um on the diving board
1: (laughs) (laughs) would you actually land or would you like you you would go down on the diving board do the quick uh, head flip up as they had such fun with in black widow and then just go flying off the diving board
0: yeah and maybe (laughs) then like go down into the pool but um I don't know, on a diving board, yeah. That'd be fine. Oh, fun.
1: I love this. I Now I want to see a joke where, like, not only a diving board, but, like, a uh, superhero does the cool landing on ice on a lake, and then pff, it just falls away. It <laughs> 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 <They> falls in. <laughs> oh, that's great. Uh, if you could create a new Olympic event that you would absolutely win at, what might it be?
0: <laughs> um. Oh, goodness. Um. Getting tired when reading?
1: <laughs> if it were, if you don't mind me uh adding on, sure. if it were specifically getting tired while reading, falling actually asleep while still holding the book up as though you are reading it. Yeah, you are just a champion at
0: that. I'm a master.
1: It's pretty amazing yeah. the amount of times I have to double check of like, is she reading very quietly or is she asleep? <laughs>
0: Yes, totally asleep and amazing i have not like damaged my nose at this point it's
1: really impressive that you don't have uh, paper cut scars yes yes uh well i hope the olympics add that <laughs> final question on the podcast as always is what is happiness
0: happiness is finding your fun whether it's on social media looking up at the sky striking a superhero pose in your living room or out on the sidewalk or on a diving board it's finding your fun
1: find your fun don't fall off the diving board i think yeah. that's the big message of this episode of obsessed uh thank you sarah and thank you all for listening that is our podcast you've been listening to obsessed joseph scrimshaw and
0: his guest shared some stories with the rest Great five stars if you're impressed
1: Another thing that uh, brings me joy is anybody sharing pictures of their action figures because I've been doing the unboxing joke, but I feel like people should leave them in the box if they want them that way. They should take them out of the box if they want to play. And I really love just seeing people uh, play with their action figures, either posing them out of the box or showing them in the box. That gives me great joy. Does that give you joy?
0: Um, Yes, because it gives you joy.
1: (laughs) That's very generous of you. (laughs)
0: No, I enjoy I enjoy seeing things that people enjoy.